0: on my old Twitter account that I have since deleted and never had that many followers anyway, but still had more than I have now. Uh, I mean, I don't tweet anymore, but you know, whatever. Um, I, at one point I had a tweet where I was like, I have an idea for an academic journal devoted to um, uh, uh, like writing up uh, different urinals across the nation. And uh, the title of it would be peer reviewed because peer can also mean peer
1: is it really spelled the same way? I guess it would be.
0: I guess it would be. I mean, it wouldn't be three E's in a row, would it? <laughs> <laughs> Peer <What>? reviewed. <laughs> I feel like I had some good jokes on that, and then I deleted it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: diggity do! I'm drinking
1: beer with you. <laughs> mm. Oh, I wish I was drinking beer. Oh, no. It's sprayed all over the place. <laughs> I actually don't wish I was drinking beer uh, because this is probably, I don't know, what What have we got, like one or two more episodes with us being on different coasts, Yes, um, which means usually you're drinking... <laughs> alcohol and i'm drinking coffee but uh pretty soon we'll both be able to be taking the same kind of upper or downer at the same time because we'll be in in the same time zone and i'm really excited for that
0: Mm -hmm. synchronizing our uppers
1: and or downers is so important yeah and i'll be able to see your your cute little um quarantine ponytail in three (laughs) dimensions from (laughs) you know at least six feet away yeah (laughs) we're excited for that too
0: yeah me too rachel and i've been brainstorming about like okay like we what if we get like an awning we can set up in the backyard so like we can have social distant time like even in the rain like people can like come and sit in the awning where like we sit on like the deck with like rain coverage or something or like maybe we can like camp out in people's backyards if we're too drunk to drive home
1: (laughs) that's actually a great idea and you could (laughs) we could probably do that for at least a month uh <laughs> so uh but yeah. but yeah, Becca was saying we what we need to do to make sure that the our quarantine winter isn't too lonely, depending on when this vaccine comes out. I hear it might be out before the end of the year. Who knows? I'm not holding uh, my breath. Not me. Yeah. I mean, exactly. So she was saying, Whoa, well, we gotta get we gotta get on that fire pit uh Ooh. train. Yeah so that we can have social distance time. You know, because like six six feet away doesn't feel like it doesn't feel that far when there's a big fire in between you cuz that's how far you would need to be apart anyway or you'd burn your your little tookus off
0: yeah cuz you'd be, you'd be facing your tookus towards the fire Well, i don't know how you do fire pits
1: <laughs> but that's how <laughs> i do
0: it hey uh, what show is this and who are we should we say that
1: well that's a <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of liking this like uh, this cold open of uh, of um, cold one open. I've been listening to a a lot of inhospitable podcasts and realizing how much I like that, how much (laughs) I want podcast hosts to just like sort of in, you know, uh, the doors open. Yeah. (laughs) And then like eventually they'll introduce the guest. (laughs) Uh, You like to be abused. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just like to make myself at home.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, in that spirit. Come on in, everyone. Pull up a seat, but not too close. Uh, around the fire, if you will. Um, yeah, butts first. But uh, Point your ass towards the fire, <laughs> just like everyone does. <laughs> this is a yeah. little podcast, and its its name is uh, I Think Outside the Box Set, and it's about learning to appreciate artists that may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed, or whatever. Oh, and I'm Nathan Hunt.
1: I'm Cameron DeWitt, and... We listened to The Bridge, Billy Joel's uh, album. I don't know how many, what is it, eight? Uh, And this Uh, album, Nathan, is fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's extremely boring
0: and non-memorable, and I don't remember a single thing about it, (laughs) even though I listened to it like less than two
1: hours ago. The critics have been saying for a few albums now that, um, you know, oh, Billy Joel's lost his edge. But like last album, there wasn't that much edge, but it was kind of great because it was, in a way, it was was all traditional music um, because he was engaging with traditions. And in this one, it's, I mean, I don't know, the first couple songs were kind of fun, kind of 80s new wave. And then it just got a really big bandy in this way that it was. I don't know i'm capable of liking big band music but not like this yeah not like this. exactly <laughs> um i think it's pretty <laughs> That's telling what from uh matrix was talking about <laughs> wait what's that not like this oh right <laughs> switch from the matrix when she <laughs> not said like not this. like this she she is talking about uh, uh this or, album or they were talking about uh this album you know that uh, did you hear that uh that um it's official that like the matrix is like a trans alle- allegory. People have been saying that for a long time, but the Wachowskis like finally sort of confirmed it. I haven't read this article. But I thought it was pronounced Wachowski been going around. Is it Wachowski? <gasps> I've always said Wachowski. Maybe you're thinking of Mike Wazowski.
0: Mm. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from or so help me. Um, <laughs> it's been cut. years since I've seen them. I should, maybe I should rewatch that movie. You think it holds up? I mean, uh, Monsters
1: Inc. Mo- not Monsters the matrix. Inc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> monsters university that one's actually not bad
0: i haven't seen it um in what uh, way is fine. it a
1: trans metaphor i mean i i get like i say i'm i'm just regurgitating headlines nathan i uh, don't know <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can see the sort of to stay like... stay relevant because we're talking about Billy Joel for literal months and I'm just trying to like anchor us in the present for once. You know,
0: anything we might have to speculate about this uh, half-remembered headline is going to be way more interesting than anything about Billy Joel. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, I get the whole thing about like waking up and like coming into your true identity, but like the whole having superpowers, I mean... Unless, Cameron, is being trans having superpowers? Maybe it is.
1: <laughs> I'm not willing uh, to rule that I, out. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard, and, and maybe this is just like um, a model minority style of stereotype, but I've heard that they all know Kung Fu. <laughs> 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 and uh, And... Uh. I, if there's any reason to be transphobic, it would be that. Because of how their prowess s- with traditional scary. Martial arts.
0: They're going to beat your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a transphobia based in respect. Yeah, and exactly. I think that's what what sets it apart. I, you know what? You know what this world needs is respectful lead, transphobia. They're going to be on the cutting room floor. it's not going to make it in the final episode? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean,
0: I, it does seem like well. there are quite a few... <laughs> um like notable trans people you know like um the Wachowskis, for instance are both uh trans uh one of my favorite television and movie reviewers uh emily vanderwerf uh recently in the last year or two um, revealed herself as trans um she oh had yeah 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 previously I, gone by the name todd vanderwerf
1: i i love her appearances on blank check yes they're fantastic they're, they are some of my fantastic. favorite episodes
0: she's also been on um good christian fun and uh, she wrote for many years on the A.V. Club. And uh, I always really appreciated her approach there.
1: You know, um, I, I do want to, like, say in response to, like, th- there's this sort of, like, queer exceptionalism narrative that that kind of goes around. Um, I think it's especially been attributed to, like, gay men. Um, but, mm. like, you have to remember for, for every sort of, like, notable... Um, you know, like queer or trans, uh, like ultra talented and a successful person. There are many others who are, uh, who, who, who struggle more than most people on earth do because of the way that they're marginalized. And, um, you know, they don't necessarily, uh, have like a, you know, a film passion or something or like, um, an incisive, uh, writing abilities or something. And, you know, and, uh, yeah. So I think (laughs) as much as I know, I was just making, you know, model minority jokes earlier, but like, I think as, I think it's actually probably erasing to, um, you know, queer folks who, uh, you know, (laughs) D- don't represent that sort of like, Oh yeah. Once you get the heteronormative, you know, kind of, uh, temptations in life out of the way, you have superpowers, <laughs> you know, like obviously that's not the case for a lot of people. No, uh, unless your yeah, superpowers
0: so, include, yeah. uh, being statistically way more likely to be a victim of a crime, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> which is yeah. uh, the sad reality.
1: Well, I think we, I think we had went on a real journey there, and, and it's all thanks to Billy Joel.
0: <laughs> it's all thanks to Billy Joel and being so boring and so bland that uh, literally anything else we could think we of could to possibly talk about <laughs> talk
1: about this album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's called the Bridge. It's from 1986. Um, it's about all you need to know. It's it's got a lot of new wave stuff. It's a lot of the time it sounds like the Police or uh, Billy yeah, Joel. The
1: first song specifically is in it's it's like a it is the police yeah and uh,
0: since i'm in favor of abolishing said I wrote the it police because i like the police i <laughs> i'm in favor of abolishing the police so i think we should just <laughs> melt all of our old cd's and records and tapes and stuff and just erase
1: that memory of that band from our minds it's going to be like the disco demolition but for um now, now I, I, I'm more of a proponent of uh, defunding the police personally because, like, yep. what if we need them yeah. in emergencies? What if we what need them I to need appropriate other people's music? Sex for six hours. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: What if we need to either A, what have them I show up for sex? We need another
1: lewd album.
0: <laughs> what if we need a bunch of weirdo, like, English white dudes to show up and kind of appropriate reggae, but get it totally wrong, sort of? yeah what if we need that (laughs) Um,
1: i don't know man i kind of like the police (laughs) really (laughs) i don't know i i I said i don't know i kind of like the police really that's the truth (laughs) okay i said what i meant
0: anyway uh there's a lot of like i don't know huey lewis and like sometimes it sounds like billy joel's trying to sing like uh phil collins or peter gabriel like genesis kind of stuff
1: it is it is funny that garth brooks we've kind of done this full circle because billy joel other than garth brooks is like country influences billy joel is like his basically his biggest influence right. And garth brooks is sort of this chameleon and he just wants to kind of be a cover band um and it's kind of interesting to find out that ultimately that's what billy joel is too yeah exactly <laughs> especially the last yeah, album he just in particular. wants to be able to do anything
0: yeah totally um, let's see. More successful last time than this time. Totally. Uh, this is the last one to feature Doug Stegmeier on bass.
1: Ah, oh, I read that and that fucking sucks.
0: It does suck. He's, he's, he's good people. He's good bass. Uh,
1: yeah, oh, the this... last track of the album doesn't have Doug on it. And I didn't realize that. I was like, something's weird with the bass. And then I like looked at the track and I was like, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. where's Doug? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Don? <laughs> Dawn, that it uh, was it? no it was Neil J- Neil Jason Neil Jason that Don. oh yeah
0: um this album also has uh guest appearances which I don't think I don't think we've had on a Billy Joel record before it has two it has Ray Charles or sorry uh no I meant to say uh uh Raymond uh, Romano uh, and it, <laughs> uh if you don't leave that in as the pre-roll uh Cameron uh, mistakenly referred to Ray Charles as Ray Romano. Um, it
1: wasn't a mistake. It was a bit. God damn it. I'm sure. It was, you. sure.
0: It was Cameron. <laughs> you know what I found out is if you ever make a mistake or say something stupid, you can just say, Oh, it was a, it was a bit. I totally meant to do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah. So it's got Ray Romano. I mean, Charles, uh, and it has Cindy Lopper um, who has backing kind of. vocals. It
1: kind of has her. Yeah, she she's just like a she's got
0: BGVs. She's got those background
1: vocals. Well, she's also a co-writer. And I, I think that's actually the most interesting song on the album. Ah. So let's give credit where credit's due. I will. But I wish she was I wish she took a verse. Yeah, me too. I wish it was a M- duet. M- MC Lopper. And... I wish she <laughs> spit some bars on that one.
0: <laughs> DJ BJ and MC Lopper. Do ever Cameron, do you ever think about how Billy Joel's initials are BJ? You ever think about that? You ever just sit down and just Oh my god. I wonder if anyone's ever ever, if that was like his nickname back in the day, it's like, hey BJ, hey. Hey, I'm from Oyster Bay, hey BJ, BJ BJ, come on over (laughs) here, hey.
1: Oh pizza pie, (laughs) cabagool. How how long do you think BJ's been in the 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 vernacular as as a you know as a beach, you know. <laughs> as a, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably I would I would guess not
0: earlier than the seventies or possibly the sixties, but probably the seventies, not earlier. Yeah, here's
1: that. a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Saying "beige" as in reference to BJ, as in reference to blowjob, as a, in reference to fellatio. Do you think "beige" came around after the one Saturday morning cartoon? recess where the main character TJ is often referred to as Tej.
0: I, I don't know. Uh, but I do know that kids mm, are I'm going to need dirty, more of filthy. a commi-
1: commitment. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um,
0: apparently the word, <laughs> is blow- in a wishy washy podcast. Yeah, that's true. Well, I do have a definitive uh, answer on the word, at least for the word blowjob. Um, okay. It does not, uh, the first recorded instance of it according to the online etymology dictionary is from 1962 so to use bj as an initialism for it could not have been any older than that
1: interesting oh well good to know now here now here's a another question Mm -hmm. do you think apple podcasts will allow us to name this episode blowjob etymology (laughs) i don't know you (laughs) you, got away with like you think that'll make it through i
0: you didn't you like put the word ass or like shit in a title or something and it went through
1: i may have i did name i'm pretty sure i named an episode i peed on my son
0: (laughs) no i (laughs) yeah Uh
1: uh-huh
0: yeah you were talking about how you peed on your son and i I was like oh that needs to be the title of the episode it was one of the icp ones
1: oh god you know what i'm gonna try it i don't even i don't even care. I'll re-upload it if I have to.
0: Oh, you know what we can do is we can get we can uh, contact those uh, First Amendment warriors that are totally not politically motivated and aren't are not totally fascists who are just like trying to use uh, First Amendment as a fig leaf. Uh, we can get them on our side and they think can, fight can fight for us. We can
1: get a Ben Shapiro bump.
0: Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Help, help! <laughs> we're being like repressed.
1: Like <laughs> we'll I get... feel like he'd be into our um, our trans jokes for the right reasons. <laughs>
0: for the right reasons, yeah. <laughs> oh god oh no oh boy okay um moving oh, on boy. um anything else about the bridge um no let's um there's very let's little run on, on, on some on ice wikipedia let's let's run on ice running on ice it's so policey. i can never understand what the urban attitude is, is so superior I it I I'm kind of mad hearing this song sometimes it just sounds so much like the police and I'm just like it's it's like a less interesting version of the police I don't know what do you think
1: I I know what you mean because like their sound to me is so singular like this the balance of i don't know the the singing style the um the the key changes from verse to chorus the way that they modulate all that stuff uh so it's like if you do something that sounds like it it just sounds like you're doing a shitty version of it as opposed to playing in some sort of vernacular i don't know
0: yeah totally
1: i don't know i i like i liked it pretty well and Like in the last, in the last album, I, I actually, I don't feel like this is shitty because I feel like that, that like transcription error thing that I've, that I've told you about, like last time, you know, like when you're playing in a, in a tradition or when you're doing a pastiche and then it doesn't quite, it isn't quite right, um, because a little bit of your own personality comes through. I kind of like that thing. And I feel like there's a, there's a moment here, um, where, some Billy Joel kind of logic gets through that. I don't think sting would have done. Um, and it's specifically in in this chord progression, they kind of repeat the chorus. Sometimes I'm feeling like I'm running on ice that one. Um, Mm -hmm. but the second half of the chorus has the same melody, but it's reharmonized and it goes to the minor six, which is a relative chord to the major one. Um, and then it goes to a, uh, major flat seven, um, and then resolves to the one which is a really bizarre motion and then it ends on the major two chord um, so like it does I don't think the police would have done that I don't think like the, it really sounds like some Billy Joel kind of like logic to me mm-hmm. um, that's, that's purely subject, subjective I can't back that up with a bunch of examples um, and mm-hmm. I won't um, we but unless we cover the police someday but to I me, would not to. I, I kind of, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you've made your feelings clear. Mm-hmm. How, how would you play that sound sample? I, I okay. like this musical moment, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. That does not sound like a uh, chord progression that the police would dabble in.
1: Yeah. I, I like Billy Joel's, like, arranging brain. I don't always love his decisions, but I, as as a person who has spent a lot of my time writing and composing and arranging, I enjoy sort of listening to someone's thoughts. You know, like, you can kind of trace, like, okay, like, he's he's like, yeah, I'm going to take it and move in this direction. Um, he has, like, a he has a mind for that, that I, that I appreciate that. Not a lot of our other artists that we've covered do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know what? I think uh, people should check out a podcast called uh, behind the police, uh, which is all about the band and how the band uh, began as uh, slave catchers in the South <laughs> or armed gangs of thugs <laughs> to protect uh, capitalist <laughs> property Very in the North, nice. yeah, at least in the United States. Um, it's it's uh, it's a little podcast mini series by the the podcast behind the bastards, and it talks about the development of the police and ha- where it came from and and how it's been developing, and uh, it's it's very illuminating. Everyone should check that out. I talked about it in our uh, weekly mini show, What's in the Box Weekly, which is available to support us at, at our Patreon. at support.box.website. website,
1: that's where the real fires come in every week, y'all. That's like our unfiltered stuff. Even more, when yeah, wild it's 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 all place. the trans
0: jokes we couldn't make public. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay i'm kidding so, i'm kidding we do
0: not make, God, we do not um, make awful trans jokes that we do not make public okay and you can find out for it. yourself if you pay us a, a few bucks a month you can find <laughs> out how non-controversial we are and how non-hateful we are when we know that we're not being super publicized <laughs> how's that for a sales pitch
1: One well, one more thing before we move on uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. I heard that there's a police cover band in Norway that hasn't killed anyone in 10 years. <laughs> so maybe we should look to them for answers. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. That's the that's best, best joke you've say. ever made on this podcast, Cameron. <sighs> Thank you. I hope it was worth... Um, my input levels are too high um, oh. for that level of joke. Coming in hot coming in hot okay uh we didn't talk about what this song's about at all (laughs) okay okay this is basically you know the song inner city living by fly to the concords Inner inner city pressure or that's what it is inner city pressure and set the pressure that one
0: no one cares um, no one sympathizes you just say home and place synthesizes
1: <laughs> we just watched that episode again because we got HBO uh, in order to watch Watchmen uh-huh. uh, which fucking slaps by the it way it does it's so good I haven't already said that on the main feed um, but uh, it I honks. still haven't cancelled it so I was just like well let's watch Flight of the Concords again and uh, we just watched the inner city pressure one anyway Uh, this song Running on Ice is all about how hard urban living is and just trying to keep up with everything it's sort of this kind of like half hearted uh, railing against metronormativity and maybe that's giving it too much credit
0: (laughs) when you say metronormativity what do you mean by that what does that word
1: mean it's it's like you know like um, coastal elitism or like anti-rural like uh, kind of behaviors um Mm. yeah metronormative that that everything important happens in the big cities
0: Mm -hmm. i could never understand why the urban attitude is so superior in a world of high-rise ambition most people's motives are ulterior he i bet he felt so fucking clever
1: rhyming superior with ulterior he's like
0: yeah fucking i nailed it yes best rhyme
1: yeah and like inverting the phrase ulterior motives yeah. and like turning it around like that i bet he felt like real fucking proud of himself
0: yeah i bet he did
1: <laughs> i don't know i think it's fine i mean it's worse. whatever yeah anyway you
0: want to move on to the next um, one
1: uh, yeah i have at least one joke to make about it so i think oh okay fine. so we yeah, shouldn't skip it that.
0: then all right this yeah. is called this is the time i haven't shown you everything
1: He's talking about prostate so orgasm.
0: Stay with me, baby.
1: That's the joke. For
0: you.
1: <laughs> or is this it? Is
0: it's a good thing you delivered it, it during the sound sample. That <laughs> he really helps forever. it. These are the days to hold
1: on Would you like to repeat
0: your joke for all the people who couldn't hear it over the sound sample?
1: He said, I haven't shown you everything a man can do. And I said, I assume he's talking about prostate orgasm. That's yeah. it. That's, That's the it. joke.
0: That's the joke. That's I'm just, the joke. I'm, I'm
1: just trying to nor- normalize male b- butt stuff. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important and not enough people are talking about it.
0: <laughs> uh, we walked on the beach beside the old hotel. Now, isn't that a great opening line? It really draws you in. Uh, just really grabs your attention.
1: Grabs, grabs my attention and uh, and and sort of like throws it in the trash can it's <laughs> <laughs> very true it, it, it doesn't allow me to to pay attention
0: and then the second um, line is is almost as good they're tearing it down now referring to the old hotel but it's just as well
1: so he doesn't yeah, even but who care. cares? <laughs> why even write a song about it <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so stay with me baby i've got plans for you
1: this is this is the most like
0: crazy boring like opening verse we okay. Let me just read the whole thing in its entirety. We walked on the beach beside that old hotel. They're tearing it down now, but it's just as well. I haven't shown you everything a man can do, so stay with me, baby. I've got plans for you. Doesn't that sound like pretty threatening, pretty creepy, and also extremely vague?
1: Uh, is he going to like gentrify her or something?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Tear down the old hotel.
0: Exactly. Put up a, make high-rise. a bunch
1: of like Airbnb. <laughs> put a bunch of luxury condos Uh, in now. Nathan, maybe we should be careful with our criticism because the song did reach number 18 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and topped the Billboard Hot Adult Contemporary. Ooh, hot
0: adult contemporaries in your area are ready to meet up. Wouldn't that be... That would be a great way to refer to like potential sexual partners or, you know, instead of like all this weird gender language about like hot MILFs in your area or hot young single mothers, just be like hot adult contemporaries. (laughs) It's just like... Attractive peers. Attractive peers. (laughs) Sexual comrades are here to comfort you. (laughs) Oh my God. I would... Let me just I'm gonna hang on. I'm I'm writing down a tattoo idea. Okay. Hammer, sickle, sexual comrade. Okay, got it.
1: Uh it's, that's a that's a lovely <laughs> I really like that. Um every everyone who can who can stomach Facebook should um follow the Seize the this means of reproduction. Called...
0: Yes, yes, I did it, I did it. Seize the means of oh, reproduction.
1: There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I that's got great. there. I was going to say everyone who is on Facebook should join Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez's revolutionary Memes stash. It's a delightful little group. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I won't join Facebook for it, though.
1: Uh, don't. Don't do it. I will not. <laughs> um, Let's move on. Okay. I hate this song yeah, it's so boring. It's like an nBA nBA uh superstar Hall of Fame basketball f- something like it, it was it it got licensed for something else. I don't know it's too boring to get into specifics. Let's move on yeah exactly. I don't think I want to talk about matter of Tr- trust. It's probably the worst song on here. oh, but does that mean we should talk about it because it's so bad? no it's not that kind of it's not even bad know. in you know an interesting way it's just bad in a boring it? way. It's, it's just about how, like, relationships are hard, but that this one's going to work because it's a matter of trust. Whatever. I think Modern Woman, however, is worth talking about.
0: Okay. That's, uh, that's track number four, Modern Woman. Now you're in trouble. Maybe she's <laughs> an intellectual. What if she figures
1: out you're not very smart? Well, maybe she's the quiet type who's into heavy metal. All you got to get it settled because she's breaking your heart.
0: So, this is a, uh, it sounds, I think this is the one that is kind of a, a riff on um, Huey Lewis in the news. Um,
1: yeah. And I kind of like, it, I kind of liked it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Huey Lewis like kind of slaps. I kind of like Huey Lewis. Um,
1: yeah. You, I mean, you got to like kind it's of. the power of love. <laughs> I the mean, power of love slaps. It's and true. And everything else just sort of follows. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um you gotta kind of get on board with that the, weird like kitchenness. i
1: mean the power of love right is what i'm saying i'm trying to make like a metaphysical statement yeah okay, move on
0: yeah good joke um so this is this was used as the uh title Not
1: joking <laughs>
0: okay it was the main theme of the 1986 film ruthless people which uh stars jenny devito judd reinhold uh, christian slater and bet midler and the poster for Dylan it...
1: DeVito, isn't that uh, drummer Liberty DeVito's uh, brother? <laughs> <laughs> the older brother? Yeah, exactly.
0: Older but smaller <laughs> right, brother, that's... yeah. Um, and the poster is very odd because it's just the words ruthless people and the cast, and then it has a big photo of a giant golden screw as a trophy, and the trophy says, the big screw. So... Gotcha. It sounds like a movie that this sounds like a movie that
1: doesn't exist
0: yeah yeah I think that's a good way to put it yeah to use a blank check ism you see her sitting with her coffee and her paper with her high top sneakers of italian design with a long cool stare she aggravates the tension makes up her face while she makes up her mind now you're in trouble maybe she maybe she's an intellectual what if she figures out you're not very smart or maybe she's the quiet type who's into heavy <laughs> metal great. boy you got to get it settled because she's breaking your heart don't try to put on an act you can't do that to a modern woman and you're an old-fashioned man she understands the things you're doing she's a modern woman
1: i couldn't quite get a bead on this song um i was ready to be really uh, really critical of it because i was like all right let's see what billy joel has to say about modern women yeah exactly but then the song really ends up being about being um you know Uh, an obsolete uh, style of man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And how it's like, you got to like evolve, dude, you got to learn how to keep up. Like the, the rules that you think are, you know, like they don't apply to this person. And And she, she knows all your tricks. Essentially. It's like, she knows all your tricks. Yeah. It's not going to work. And I, I was kind of into that aspect of the song. Yeah. You want to make a move, but you feel so inferior. Because under that exterior is someone who's free. Now that, I think, is pretty, well, I think that's a pretty good lyric. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that lends credence to the song. That this song is ultimately celebratory of this modern woman. Maybe a, to use a a term that we used earlier, again, a metronormative (laughs) modern woman. Ah, did you invent um, that or
0: is that from somewhere?
1: I absolutely did not invent that. Okay, I don't know who did. Gotcha. Probably Queer Appalachia or something <laughs> <laughs> invented it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, now under new management, go go check them out now. And I think maybe they're safe to give money to now. Do you, do you follow? Do you follow Queer Appalachia?
0: No, I I had, don't think I've ever heard of it. I like I was follow. I mean, I gave money to um the queer and uh, trans old time
1: gathering, but I. I had not oh, heard of Queer no Appalachia. that's a different. That's a different.
0: Thing. Different thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. You should absolutely give money to them. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have time to get into Queer Appalachia. There was a scandal there. It's under new management now. Gotcha. So hopefully, uh, yeah. Anyway, go, go check it out and uh, maybe wait a little while until we find out whether they're safe to give money to again. Oh
0: wow! Oh my god! Their homepage is all about. Whoa! There's a lot of stuff on their homepage. There's allegations they're, and stuff they're
1: clean in house right now
0: okay damn okay yeah, yeah. they're clean in house ain't got
1: time for that yeah. right now uh but yeah mo- modern woman i i kind of appreciated the song i like the huey lewis style of music uh made me feel like don't i don't forget a the news Back to the future movie uh <laughs> have you heard the good news
0: <laughs> the good news it's huey it's lewis Power of love
1: <laughs> Is that the only Huey Lewis song I know? It might be. What uh, else? Did they? The Ghostbusters,
0: right? No, no. That, did that, that they was do Ghostbusters. That was a scab that the studio hired to write an imitation of Huey Lewis in the news oh, no. after Huey Lewis turned them down, and then Huey Lewis won a successful uh, uh, lawsuit against the movie studio for like ripping off his style. But the artist was Ray Thank Parker you Jr.
1: for curbing my uh, enthusiasm my misinformation campaign apparently <laughs> that was unintentional yeah uh no but it's it, it totally it's was like a rip off of his
0: style it's it's intentionally like right an imitation
1: yeah that song fucks though I love it is I very good Ghostbusters that's theme. the thing is it is very good yeah. <laughs> uh the, the little Hemiola there. hmm That's pretty good stuff. Let's talk about Baby Grand with uh, Ray Charles.: Yeah okay. Deborah. <laughs> my
0: baby grand is all I need
1: In my time I've wandered everywhere around this world.
0: So in this uh, song, you get not one, but two pianos playing kind of slow, uh, easy listening style, uh, adult contemporary music, <laughs> dueling, boring pianos.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah. Will you say what this song's about? I've...
0: It's, it's how much he loves his baby grand uh late at night when it's dark and cold i reach out for someone to hold when i'm blue when i'm lonely she you're comes through reading the lyrics. she's the only one who can <laughs> like my baby grand is all not i ready need ready
1: to synopsize it
0: <laughs> i i mean this is a love song to his a man's piano if you know what i mean uh i yeah. i like specifically the uh uh second verse in my time i've wandered everywhere around this world she would always be there which is a very funny thing to write about one of the least portable instruments in the world <laughs>
1: I'm assuming he means there as in back at my house (laughs) yeah
0: exactly as in it hasn't moved an inch since uh, you left it (laughs) oh shit
1: Um, yeah this this song's all about how um, baby grand uh, baby grands these inanimate objects are more dependable than uh, human women (laughs) yeah women suck but pianos rule (laughs) yeah until they grow up the, into adult grands, and you gotta flush them down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really weird one. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's why there are so many real fucking stream of p- grand pianos
0: in the New York sub, like New York sewer system. <laughs> <laughs> the sewer workers are scared of going down there, they don't want to get chomped on by a grand piano. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Cameron, um, you know if you don't
0: flush your toilet often enough, sometimes a, a, a grand piano can come out of the toilet and just <laughs> take a little bite out of your butt. Uh, <laughs> That's why you always look before you sit down.
1: I can't. <laughs> I, I know people say it's really easy to tell the difference between a grand piano and a spinet, but like I, j- I personally can't. I, I'm just too ignorant.
0: Um, what are you talking about? A grand piano is enormous. That, a sp- wait is this a I joke
1: know, i'm trying to make like an alligator crocodile oh joke, but is, I, I, I followed it too far it was already a huge stretch yeah um oh, well. okay yeah i'll leave it in as sort of a cool down from that great moment <laughs> <laughs> just to like get back into the restaurant yeah
0: it's for everyone to adjust their expectations so they don't there's a great like expect you to spit straight fire this entire episode <laughs>
1: This song's fucking stupid and <laughs> it's such a, a waste of Ray Charles's talent and Ray Romano um, and yeah. But there's a really lovely moment in the music video where it's which is a different recording as far as I can tell. It sounds really different than the oh. album recording. Mm-hmm. But it's like a live in studio recording of the of them performing the song, vocals separate from the piano playing. Um and uh there's this great moment where Ray Charles is, uh, he has not memorized the lyrics and he is reading them, (laughs) uh, on a, on a page of Braille, um, and singing into the microphone. And I just thought it was kind of like a lovely little moment to watch him do that. Uh, I've never seen someone do that before. Read Braille and sing. Like they're like reading a a lead sheet. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I never really thought about that. Like for him to read music, um, would be like Braille. Is there a specific like, well, I mean that you are aware of, is there like a specific notation system for Braille? Like when you read music with Braille or is it, I just like,
1: haven't heard of such a thing.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, it, which begs the question, like did Ray Charles do arranging? Cause he did so much like orchestra backing stuff like in his career. Did he do that arranging? And if so, how did he have to dictate it to someone? Or is there some kind of system? Mm-hmm. And then even then, how does one write? Well, I guess he wouldn't write. Okay, well, because you you wouldn't necessarily write in Braille because you'd be the one that reads it. But so yeah. maybe he actually has a way to like... But then how would he see what he's writing? I don't know. I don't know, Nathan. Yep. Uh, Big Man on Mulberry Street is a weird song um temptation is mad boring uh i'm mad about how boring it code is code of silence i think we should i think we should talk about code of silence and then fucking stop okay because this is this is like a uh like a, a bright hot light of an episode um mm. that goes out quick yeah there you go all right code
0: of silence but
1: you swore to yourself a-
0: I'm appreciating that drum beat. I like how uh, he like kind of drops um, the the. Would that be the? I I wasn't counting, but it, it sounded like he kind of dropped the one and hit the and instead, or like the two or something.
1: Oh. I don't know. Play it again. Okay. Let's listen. But you to yourself a long time ago. There it is. There right there. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. To know. This is one oh. oh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. He doesn't do the chorus, oh, dude. I can't tell you exactly what's going on. You should follow in the code of silence. You
0: never go to lose the anger. You just leave it alone has the effect of like kind of pulling back at you before like letting you fall into the next measure or the next bar and i really appreciate that i like that drumbeat
1: i th- skype was fucking with they were dropping packets all over the place oh, yeah. and i couldn't quite tell but as, UDP, as man. far as i can tell i think <laughs> i think they're saving the snare hit for the and of three right instead of uh instead of the uh, three 'Cause they're doing like a half time like do ka like a one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Amp, four. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I think
0: well um, were they where they hit they might have been hit I forget actually if they're hitting the tom, but they like either skipped the tom hit or Yeah, I think they skipped the Tom hit and then hit the snare like right on the and or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's groovy. I like it.
1: Once again, I was only listening with uh critical ears uh just now and that was over Skype. So I really <laughs> big mistake. I couldn't tell. You you could probably tell better than me because I'm assuming that uh it's happening in correct time for you on your end.
0: Yes. I, I have very little dropped packages dropped packets rather between me and the um computer that I'm listening to it on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would imagine I would certainly hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, it's, this song's a little bit vague in its specifics, but it seems to me like it's like a, it's a song about a woman who's suffered, a, who's a victim of a sexual assault or a survivor rather of a sexual assault or rape or something or some sort of abuse, uh, from a man. And she can't talk about it because she knows that everyone will ultimately take the side of the man and because like it's it would be a whole thing that maybe isn't actually worth her time but she it's still going to eat away at her because she has something to say she has a truth that needs to come out man i wish cindy that's L- reading Loper, into the text i wish cindy lopper sang this whole damn thing yeah that would have been better i mean cindy lopper is Girls just want to have fun, but they also want to hold men accountable for their actions. Yes, <laughs> that's Cindy Lauper, right? Yeah,
0: I think I think that's the extended title of that song. Yeah, uh,
1: is I heard this is oh, way out of left field. I heard that Cindy Lauper is a is a lap dulcimer player and one what? of some renown. Really? Like like mountain dulcimer? I've heard that. I'm just starting benign rumors. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think it's true. Now
0: I'm looking it up. Uh, like a uh, like a Joni oh, Mitchell great. style oh there you go yeah there's a uh, bunch of yeah. YouTube videos she she uh,
1: I think she, there's a video of her doing girls just want to have fun on dulcimer
0: there's a there's at least a v- video of uh, her doing time after time and true
1: colors here let me see if I can pull that up
0: on the oh, computer we can God, listen to. I would
1: love to hear that right now let me pull it let's see if time i time after it. time time after time like chokes me up I think that songs gorgeous that I song is song. gorgeous do we love Cindy Lauper? Cameron, I love Cindy Lauper. Maybe we should Cindy Lauper rules, maybe Doc. We should, I mean, I I've only listened to her singles. I've never listened to an album. I mean maybe Girls I'm, Just Wanna Have Fun Like,
0: is a fucking amazing song. Like she took it from some shitty like song that a dude wrote about a, a girl and like turned it into this like uh like uh empowerment anthem.
1: Yeah.
0: Here we go. All right. Time after time. Oh wait, I have to switch over the input.
1: Look, Lemu, someone needs help customizing and save. <laughs> God damn it.
0: <laughs> what? My ad blocker is fucking up. Man. All right, you can cut this part out. This uh, ESPN ad. Here we go. Here, it go. Here it is.
1: I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: a couple other people playing instruments in this
1: one. I'm going to skip to the chorus. what a lovely song ah. well mostly what i could hear over skype was just like a sounded like a 12 string guitar played finger style um, there were two
0: guitars that i saw in the video playing um maybe one of them is like in yeah. nashville tuning uh so, it sounds it would, like they're
1: in 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 full folk revival mode, but whatever. Yeah. Right? That song rules. She can do whatever she wants. I love her fucking weirdo voice. Yeah, it's <laughs> She's got very such weird. a bizarre voice and it's so great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh okay, do we have any more thoughts about this song specifically? I think that it's interesting that it, it exists. Yeah. I do too. Am um, I reading too much too much into it or do you did is that your takeaway too? I
0: think so too. I mean, You can't talk about it and it isn't that kind of madness, but to be living by a code of silence when you've got, when you've really got a lot to say. um, I don't think it like really digs in too much about like the causes or um, like the reasons why this person might feel like they're living under a code of silence. It's a little bit unclear whether they like themselves are kind of imposing it on themselves out of like a sense of shame or if it's specifically like the community mm-hmm. reaction or like community silencing this person. Um, like, like you said, it's like, it's fairly vague, but it does like express um, kind of that, that idea of like having something happen to you and not being able to talk about it. Um,
1: also, and it says so, you don't want to lose a friendship. There's nothing that you have to hide. Mm. And the little Dirt couldn't hurt no one anyway.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. But it follows it up, with, and you still have a rage inside you that you carry with a certain pride in the only part of a broken heart mm. that you could ever save. Uh, mm. Cindy Lauper is first credited on the
1: writing of this song, mm. which is interesting. All right? Yeah. I think this is a good song. I wish Billy Joel was nowhere near it. <laughs> yeah, I wish
0: this was a Cindy Lauper song. <laughs> uh.
1: Yep. Yep. Cool. That's, well, that's I'm I'm that. good closing up shop. Yeah. We only got a few, a few left, huh? Yeah. What's next I think, week?
0: I think we got the, the Stormfront or whatever it's, which is, uh, not. Stormfront. Which is a very unfortunate name for an album. Um, I, I don't think at the time it was, um,
1: the name of a neo-Nazi website, but it is now. Uh, oh, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, Stormfront. I'm, you know what? I'm not gonna link that in the learning links. Uh,
0: I would. I would prefer you didn't. <laughs> do not link to Stormfront. <laughs> you know what? It's oh, it would, it would be hard kind of to list. even access because they've been deplatformed from like I think most DNS like systems. Like they're so abhorrent. I got a Tor browser that shit or something. I think you do. They're like so abhorrent that like even the like uh, neutral to a fault uh, infrastructure of the internet has like. Deplatform them uh yeah we got stormfront yeah. and then we have river of dreams and those are the last two albums and i mean we've got the instrumental classical dreams and fantasies or whatever it's called fantasies and delusions um yeah <laughs> but then that's it yeah
1: all right all right well well i uh, i hope i hope he has like a last gasp of like i don't know incisive wit yeah things to say I'm but not holding my all, all that is to say. You you gave him credit for. <laughs> I think you phrased it as having the decent the decency uh-huh. to make his last album in um you know his last lyrical album in 1993. Yeah. and maybe he's just like winding down. He's like, well, I think I'm about done. Maybe yeah. that's what's going on. He maybe he just realizes.
0: Like, I respect that so, so much to have like. I think that's like the twentieth anniversary of his music career too. He's like his first album came out in seventy three, his last album comes out in ninety three. He's like I've had twenty years. That's enough. I'm gonna stop writing new songs and maybe I'll just tour sometimes if I feel like it.
1: Like I respect that if so only much. More icons were capable of that. <clears throat> Bob Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> at Rolling Stones. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god.
0: Although I don't. As far as I know, um, Rolling Stones haven't released a. R- just absolutely reprehensible uh, Christmas album like Bob Dylan has.
1: <laughs> Have you listened to any of <laughs> that
0: shit? It is garbage. No, I've
1: heard a lot about it. I've it's, heard it's so, so bad.
0: bad. It's so bad. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week with Stormfront, uh, the album, not the website. Uh, this has been Think Outside the Box it. You can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias podcast uh, you can go on iTunes and write us a review and we would very much appreciate that. It helps us get new listeners and rise up in the rankings And as far as I understand. Um, if you want to do even more to help us out, you can share the show with people and encourage them to listen to it and be like, hey, there's this show where uh, they make great jokes about uh, uh, grand pianos being flushed <laughs> down the New York City sewer system. <laughs> and then they, they take it too far and ta- start talking about spinets and it, it just gets... Uh, uh, it, uh, you can't mm-hmm. follow it at that point and it doesn't scan anymore um mm-hmm. if you want to support us even more even more directly you can go to our patreon and support.box.com website you'll get access to all of our bonus materials including our weekly mini show in which i talked about the movie this week rather i talked about the movie Unamerican american pickle uh with a little side shout out to uh behind the police by behind the bastards podcast and cameron talked about what you talk about cameron
1: I talked about uh, the the new Disney Plus Hamilton release. I finally jumped on the Hamilton bandwagon, and I had some thoughts.
0: We had thoughts, especially about uh, the politics. Not only the form and the execution of the music, but also some of the political implications of it. So if that seems interesting to you, check it out. Go to support.boxset.website. You can also join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, I would also encourage you to listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool and is and is about traditional acoustic musics, mostly Appalachian uh, fiddle and banjo style music.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I, I, I'm playing a, a, an on, another online concert on September Ooh. 13th for the kind of the big platform on... Uh, like for stream streaming concerts in trad music today, which is Quarantine Happy Hour, the Facebook group. I believe it is a public Facebook group. So I, I, think, I think you can access it if you don't have a Facebook. I'm not sure. Anyway, join Quarantine Happy Hour. I'm not going to link it yet because it's September 13th, but eventually I'll link it. But you can find your way there. They have daily concerts at uh, 5.30 p.m., pacific time uh and yeah all the like biggest names in trad music and trad music adjacent things i just watched sam amadon do a set and it was such a lovely time he was in london and it was like one in the morning and he was just like Uh. all loopy and taking a bunch of like solos that he probably wouldn't have tried to take otherwise it was really (laughs) fun a lot of like really um really candid performances and uh you'll get to see me do one so i'm excited about that. I'm going to have like a very re- relaxed hour ish performance where I'm going to be like talking to people in the chat and stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Lo- I would love to have some thinkers there.
0: Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. All right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan hunt and I'm a sexual comrade.
1: Uh, and I've been Cameron DeWitt and uh, hot adult contemporaries in your area. <laughs> 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 I look, are 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 looking for you.
0: Looking for you and looking for love.
1: You won't last five minutes with these hot <laughs> adult <laughs> peers. <laughs> um <laughs> okay.